0: Hey coaches, welcome to Championship Culture, got a special guest, Jason Mons, who is the head football coach of Sawaro High School in Arizona, got it, all right, I got, got it, you nailed it. Uh, Jason is a six-time state champ and just mer- barely missed his seventh state championship uh, this past season, and he is a huge culture guy, so I'm super excited about having him on the podcast. And, uh, Jason, I, I know you got the kids and the wife waiting, so we're going to jump right into it. So, question number one is, can you give a, uh, a one-minute elevator
1: introduction of yourself? Yeah, Coach, thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, my name is Jason Mons, uh, head football coach at Saguaro High School out in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. 4A uh, school, actually now a 5A school. Uh, last year, we played for the Open Division State Championship, which was the, uh, the top eight teams in the state, regardless regardless of division. Uh, played in the the same uh, state championship tournament, so it was the first time they had done it. Uh, we made it all the way to the state championship game, and uh, we fell seven points short. Uh, couldn't quite get on that onside kick at the end to try to give ourselves a shot, but uh, it's been a hell of a run. Uh, I started coaching football uh, at the youth level, and uh, never had any intentions of coaching high school football. I was I was a student at Arizona State University. I was I uh, was was working for the city of Scottsdale as a part time job, and I, I got into coaching youth sports and coaching flag football, and then I got. Uh, kind of suckered into coaching uh, Pop Warner, and then somebody called me and asked if I wanted to coach freshman football. And I and I I told them I didn't think I was qualified. And they said, "Well, just come on out." And uh, shoot, that was uh, that was 2007, and and uh, now I'm getting ready to go into my ninth year as a head coach at Saguaro, and I've uh, have been blessed to be in a great situation with phenomenal players, phenomenal coaches, and phenomenal support. So I'm a uh, I'm one of the lucky ones. Coach, I think you're muted there.
0: I, I I say the same thing you say all the time that we're the lucky ones that we get to do this for a living. So, uh, so uh, we're 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 on the same page. Uh, question number two: uh, What is your definition of culture? You know, that's the big buzzword now, and and I just want to hear how you define it when you're talking about your program.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I think. Uh, Gosh, I, I've been asked how we create it. I don't know if I've been asked to define it. I, I think, you know, the definition is just that the culture is the overall attitude um, and mentality that everybody involved in your program brings every day. And, and so, you know, I think you try to create a culture of of positivity, of hard work, of competitiveness, uh, accountability, you know, all the buzzwords that you say. You just you want to build a place where, you know, the kids want to be uh where where they feel appreciated for the hard work and the sacrifices they make um that they're treated with respect as long as they as they work hard and and, and do the things that you ask them to do to to, to earn it but you know I'm, I'm more the new school which is i'm going to treat you with respect until you do something to, to lose but i'm not i'm not going to make you earn it from you i'm going to give it to you right off the bat and, and i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to thank you for for the work you put in i'm going to tell you you're special because most kids um these kids ages they're 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 making other choices it's a lot easier to to not come out for football and you don't need to do it to be popular you don't need to do it to get the girls um and so it, you're special if you're wired that way if you're wired that you want to come in and put in that kind of work and make that kind of commitment that we ask our kids to make um then, then we want to make sure that, that they know that they're special for doing that whether they're a five-star number one player in the country uh, or they're a kid that will never play a, a really meaningful down of varsity football for us we want to try to make them all feel special and feel the same way
0: that's awesome i i think you know uh kid nowadays kids kids can go uh months without someone telling them that they're special and they're made of the right stuff so uh they they need it when they're around us all right here's uh number three is kind of the nuts and bolts what are the three best
1: things you do to build culture in your program oh man you know i think um Number one is uh build relationships. And I always tell people that's the if you ask me the, what's the most important thing, what's the number one thing you do to, to have success, it's it's build really strong, um, authentic, meaningful relationships. And and so uh, you know, relationships is is obviously with coach and players, myself with my players, my assistant coaches with their players, um, coach to coach, you know, and so we take our coaches on a staff retreat every year. We go spend anywhere between five and seven days out of town somewhere visiting colleges. Last year we were in Austin, Texas. We went to UT, A&M, Baylor, Texas State. We spent a, a week in a VRBO with 12 coaches. So, you know, really build those strong relationships. So guys um, care about each other, love each other, believe in each other, support each other. And then and then they, they pass that message down to the kids. And I think, you know, empowering our coaches to build a relationship with kids. I think sometimes as a head coach, you you want to be the focal point and the center of attention. And, and I try to empower my coaches to have those own relationships. I hope my assistant coaches are their position players, favorite coach on our staff. You know, I, I think that's the way you approach it. I, I don't want to be everybody's favorite coach because I can't coach everybody all the time. And so you want to empower those guys to do that. Um, so, and, and then relationships, obviously on campus, relationships with the teachers and the administrators and, and the athletic trainer and the equipment manager, you know, I think, and I was guilty of it early in my career. You know, I like, like the, I, I thought that athletic trainer worked for me and and it was, you know, and I was grumpy at her all the time. Like she was our adversary and she wasn't helping us. And, you know, the, the minute I realized that, that she cared about our kids and she had their best interests and she was trying to help the program. And, and I embraced that and I made her a part of our program and made, a, made her a part of our coaching staff, got her all the same gear, all the other coaches got, um, you know, it was that relationship just blossomed. And now, now I feel like she's one of our biggest advocates um, that that we have. So. I think that the relationship goes a lot further than just coach to player. I think it, 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 it's a broad. I think that's number one for me is is um, is relationship. I think uh, I think competition is huge, and and uh, you know you can talk about the warm and fuzzies all day, and relationships, and you're special, and I love all that stuff. But at the end of the day, I want my kids to know, man, I'm a I'm a cold blooded competitor, and I hate to lose, and and I expect to be surrounded by a bunch of men. That feel the same way, and uh, and so I, that's a big thing is is trying to foster that competition. And I want my kids to know, man, I love you and I, I care about you. But at the end of the day, man, we're here for one reason, and and that's to win football games. And then all the other stuff will take care of itself. And we're gonna we're gonna make stay on top of your academics and all that stuff. But don't lose sight of why we're here. We're here to win, and uh, and we embrace that. You know, we we've won at a high level for a long time. We come in every year, and there hasn't been one year since I've been there that our that our goal was not to win a stage. That was the only goal. Right. I mean, and that's that's a position to be in. Sometimes one of my one of my buddies that uh, that's known me for a long time, they said, man, there's a lot of gray in this thing, you know, and and, uh, when I started coaching, I took over as head coach. I was three years old when I started coaching. I was 25. And uh, I was like, man, when you when your only goal every year is to win a state championship, it'll put some gray on you pretty quick. But uh, but we've embraced that. Our kids, our coaches, everybody. That's that's what our program is about. You know, we don't we don't hang region banners. And that's that's no offense, because if you're at a program, where you're trying to build up those expectations then region titles are great. Um, but once you reach that, that pinnacle, then then you want to make sure you're always elevating um, what your expectations are for your program. We don't ever want to take a step back. We don't ever want to settle for anything less. And, um, and so I think that's been a big part of what we've done is, 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 you know, create really strong relationships and then have a, have a goal. We, we, we want to win at the very highest level and that's really important. So, um, you know, and I think, you know the 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 third the third part of that, you know is um gosh i don't I don't know, coach is just is like having fun and 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 making it a a place where everybody wants to be, like I said, when it came down to the you know the the, the relationship part and being special is create a culture where you know you can draw the line where when, when it's not business time you can you can cut loose and you can have fun and you can you can you can laugh and joke and clown around and the kids feel comfortable like they can let their hair down and be themselves and then and then be able to really get everybody on the same page that when it's time to get serious that everybody knows what that 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 command is that whistle that whatever that keyword is and it's time to go to work and then you cut off all the BS and you get down to business so i think you know we've been able to, to do those three things and and, uh, and and we've had a lot of success with that where kids want to be there you know they're 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 made to feel special they know we're going to compete like hell and uh, and, and we're gonna, you know we're going to have a lot of fun doing those things
0: that's awesome man you know a, a big part of this is uh is putting some things out there that people can steal and i'm stealing your uh cold-blooded competitor uh uh term there i i love it all
1: right well i'll tell you and i'll cut you off before the next question because i'm probably i'm probably like everybody else that watched michael jordan's documentary the last dance and man i was just like i couldn't wait till the next one came out because i loved how he was wired i was like You know, in no way, shape or form am I anything like Michael Jordan, except for I felt like he was always looking for a competitive advantage and and he was looking for stuff. And people were like, oh, he's petty. And he's look. I'm like, man, no, that's what competitors competitors are always looking for something to motivate them to work harder or to or to treat the next game like it's the next. You know, it's like the biggest game. And I just that's the thing that just really stood out to me with that documentary is, man, that dude was wired for competition. And he still is. He's you know, you can see it when you listen to him talk. He still goes back into things that happened 30 years ago, and he, you can tell he's still salty and still pissed about some of that stuff. You know, like, he'd love to run some of those games back against some of those some of those teams that that beat him. You know?
0: Yeah, I I I got you, and I, I I'm I'm with you on it. And that's uh, you know, and I I think that's one of those areas where the the kids will mirror you if you if you've got that if you've got that competitiveness to you, that toughness to you, uh, and we talk about you know. I think I actually I think I stole it from uh, one of the Arizona teams that OKGs okay, are kind of guys. That's yep. one of ours is uh, is a true competitor. That's if you want to be, one of, be our kind of guy, you got to be a dang competitor. Yeah, that's All Rich right. Rod. Yeah, was that Rich Rod? Yeah. All right. Uh, number four. Uh, this is a big one, and you're you're probably in a great position to, to answer this one. What do you know now that you wish you knew when
1: you first got started? Oh, man, I, I got, I, I'll tell you exactly what, because it's the biggest mistake I made my first year. You know, I, I took over a program that had won at a high level. So, you know, I didn't turn around uh, uh, another program and make them great. I took over a great program and, and tried to elevate it. Um, but our former head coach that I took over for, you know, he took a job on Todd Graham's staff at Arizona State when Todd Graham first got there. And, uh, and I was the offensive coordinator. I got elevated. And the coach was – he had been very successful. He was a, he, was an, he was an older coach, you know, established coach. He had coached college and pro ball. He was a former Marine, he was a tough ass, and, and uh, he could motivate people like no other. And he could tell stories for days and he was fun to be around, but he, 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 could, he could get the old red ass and, and he, could, you know, he could really get on guys, but they responded because that was who he was. And, and I think my first year as a head coach, I tried to emulate him and the things that he had done to be successful. And I didn't play college or pro ball, I didn't coach college or pro ball, I wasn't a marine I, that just wasn't me I, I you know i I started as a youth coach, you know and and so what made him great was not what made me great and and I tried to be more like him, and it wasn't authentic it it you know I don't think my coaches that were on my staff had any fun um they probably thought I'd totally changed, and I wasn't you know who they wanted to coach for. I think the players that, that had played for me because I coached most of them you know on the freshman team coming up and and kind of came up with them uh through the ranks they probably thought like what the hell happened to the guy that you know we love that we rallied behind to get this job and so and and i was miserable you know and i i didn't have fun and we and we lost we lost games we shouldn't have lost and and uh you know just what it wasn't fun for for our team it wasn't fun for me it wasn't fun for my for my family and uh and at the end of the year uh you know we lost we fumbled the ball late in the quarterfinals game we should have won and and uh, it was just, I mean, I didn't sleep that year ever, and uh, I was just like, man, I, I don't make enough money to not have fun doing this, and and uh, so I just kind of like, I kind of came to terms with myself like, you know what, I'm gonna do this the way I know how to do it. I'm gonna have fun. I'm i am gonna, you know, I never had intentions of coaching high school football. I got into it because I was having so much fun, I couldn't think of doing anything else, so I'm gonna just go back to doing it the way I know how to do it, and if I have success, great. If I flame out, then at least I, I went out doing it my way, and that was really when our program and my my career and my success took off is when i just made it authentic i just was true to myself and who i am i led the way i know how to lead i i led the way that was natural for me to lead and uh, and i got so much better response out of it and and i that was really like i said that was the best advice i could give to somebody's like man just be you you know you, you if you get to the point where where somebody gives you that job they gave it to you because of who you are not because of what somebody else did before you or you know so you got to be true to that so that would be the the single best advice I could somebody
0: awesome there's a there's a lot of young guys that needed to hear that one all right uh last question question number five what is your 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 contact information is is
1: twitter the best way for folks to get up with you yeah you know i as as much of a, a new school young guy as I am, I'm just Twitter. I'm not even on Instagram yet. I I can't I can't get myself. I Facebook for family and Twitter for uh for football and, and maybe one of these years I'll get on Instagram, but I'm trying not to. So yeah, I'm Coach Mons. It's M O H uh, N S. And uh, yeah, I, I'm talking ball on the time. You know, I if coach calls me, I follow him back. And and uh, you you know you can ask anybody if you if you shoot me a message and ask me a question about football, um, I'll try to get back to you as soon as I can. And and uh, I've learned a lot from a lot of coaches, high school, college, pro coaches. And hopefully I'm just one of the guys that that uh at, at some point says, yeah, man, that, that dude was a good dude and and he helped me out because I've had a lot of guys I can say that about.
0: Awesome. So Coach Mons on Twitter, and I'll put that in the in the show notes. Uh, and then, you know, you just did uh you just did an X and O's clinic for me on your counter stuff. And I know you got a bunch of stuff on uh Coach Tube. Tell us, tell us about that.
1: Yeah, you know, I've been doing uh I've been doing clinic speaking for a long time uh with Glazer, and and I usually do four or five cities a year for Glazier. And uh so this year, you know, with the COVID stuff, I I finally decided I was just gonna get everything up there. So I think I've got about sixteen courses. It's all I'm an offensive guy, so it's uh it's all offensive stuff. Uh I've got install, you know, how to install your offense, like how we use a four-day install over spring. Um I've got some year-round like head coaching stuff, year-round calendar, but most of it is is uh our, our 11 personnel, multiple spread offense. So everything from inside zone, outside zone, power encounter with our RPO stuff, got a really good RPO manual on there. And then primary pass concept, our four verticals, uh, smash concept and our white cross, which are our primary. Really, I tried to go really in depth. I, I wanted to put courses up. Like if you watch one of my courses, you would feel like you have the tools and the coaching points and the terminology and the adjustments to be able to go install that and run that in your offense. Because that's what I want if I'm going to go buy a course. Had a lot of success with it. A lot of really positive feedback. Um, Tube uh, slash Coach Mons um, and and all my stuff's up there. So yeah, if you if you check something out, uh, you know, leave me a review. Tell me what you think or send me a message, and hopefully uh, hopefully there's something up there that that can help somebody.
0: Well, I'm going to check it out because uh, you know your your counter scheme stuff was truly impressive. And, uh, and, uh, and I'm looking forward to uh, when you, when you kind of caught my attention there when you said your uh, outside zone stuff out of 11 personnel. So I'm going to check you out there. And, and that's I, that's I know awesome. everyone else wants to, because, uh, you know your 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 six state championships speak for themselves but just watching you teach uh just a little while ago on the x and o stuff you're a great teacher and you got a great mind for it i told you before you you we we do very similar stuff but you just do it a little bit smarter i gotta i gotta steal your stuff but man i appreciate you doing this i appreciate you uh taking your time out and uh it's still sunny out there and it's dark here, so I'm still, uh, I'm still a little bit jealous, man. But I appreciate you
1: doing this. Thanks a lot. Coach. Yeah, Coach, thank, thanks a lot for having me on. It was, it was great to meet you, and hopefully we can stay connected. And, and uh, yeah, if there's ever anything I can do, let me know. And, and for all the listeners, you know, uh, please don't hesitate to, to, to reach out. I'm, I'm happy to help. Awesome, man. Thank you very much.